0: Welcome to the Data Strategy Show, 66 Questions, Data Leaders Unplugged. My guest today is the wonderful and brilliant Drew Smith. Drew and I met in 2020, um, and we embarked on a series of conversations uh, talking about people, process, and technology, which is something that we are all passionate about, Um, in particular the data component of that as well. But what strikes me about Drew is that he's got this real interest in business first, which really helps the conversation when data leaders are speaking to the business and business teams really don't understand data in and out, that you can sort of sidestep into a business conversation around their challenges, what they need to do, how they need to win more business or how they need to uh, acquire more customers. And I think that's what Drew does really well. He sees it from both sides of the coin. Um, and we have wonderful discussions about this all the time because we both are business people first and data people second, although I hope that he agrees with me in that. Um, but here's Drew uncovered and what a brilliant episode this is. I hope you enjoy it. And thank you for listening. One, Drew Smith, welcome to the Data Strategy Show and to 66 Questions, Data Leaders Unplugged. How are you doing, Drew? I'm doing well. It's great to be back here, Samir. Thanks for oh, having me. Wonderful to have you. Wonderful to have you. Listen, we're going to go straight into it. And <laughs> I know we've had a preamble. We've talked enough. Let's get going. So listen, Drew, how do you start your day? <laughs> Recently, I've, I've, I've actually built a, a strong
1: habit that I... I, I should build but took me a longer. I'm new to the business. So now I start the day uh, looking at the at the some of the summary sales statistics that my Power BI guys have created for me. Okay. So it's super fun to get a feel for oh, that was a good Wednesday. Oh yeah. that was strong Thursday. Oh traffic kind of ticked down in that
0: area. What, what what happened there? So um yeah,
1: I'm I'm looking at sales. I started my yeah. day
0: looking at sales. Awesome. And is that over your first cup of coffee or is that over? You know, maybe your first tea, or I don't know. Yeah, tea. come on, man. We we rebelled
1: from <laughs> you guys for a reason. Um, that is literally, it's it's close to my first cup of coffee. So I was on a mobile application.
2: Oh, so okay. I, I yeah, come yeah.
1: downstairs. I'm a bit crowdgy. Yeah. I hit I hit the button on the Mocha master and that gets that started. And I flick up the screen and then I plug over to Power BI. That's our application. And yep. then I wait for that to load. It just loads pretty quick. And then I go, I have some thoughts and reactions and, click a couple of dimensions and
0: tables and stuff. yeah
1: And then that's it. And then the dog walk starts and maybe the mind starts to go Yeah
0: it. well okay so the fresh air with the coffee and the 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 either the cold hit or the the warmer shit in the morning.
1: Yeah exactly or the or the worry if something went wrong in, in the in the data warehouse and you're like that can't be right.
0: <laughs> okay. So you got some thinking to do on your walk. Listen I, what, oh, what's your biggest strength?
2: Oof, oof, oof,
1: oof. Uh, you sh- one should be faster with this question, I guess. <laughs> um, you know, I'll say that what people say they like about me is I am quite decisive. Mm-hmm. I tend to take in information and that helps, right? We're data people. I also don't get too worked up about being wrong yeah so that sounds i'm not willy-nilly i don't make decisions for no good reason Mm -hmm. i'll make them i'll be quite convinced of them but if the evidence comes in that i was wrong then i was wrong yeah i really worry sometimes when you have especially big organizations like us that you waste time not making the decision Mm -hmm. and 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 i'm so i'm very decisive
0: good i like that what's the biggest learning experience you've ever had
1: oh there's so many fun ones (laughs)
0: Pick one. Um, Pick a really good, fun one. A really good, fun one.
1: Uh, yeah, I think sometimes you have to be really brave, and I I know that it doesn't. Come, it's not something I don't think comes super easy to me. Right. For example, I've I definitely have respect and reverence for people who've like built businesses like we have here at Little Caesars. But the 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 learning was if you have the business objective clearly in your mind and mm-hmm. you have the business's best interest clearly in your mind and you've done the homework and practiced the story you can share bad news with anyone and specifically yep. what i shared was with ingvar Kamprad, the founder of ikea that one of his favorite colors uh of a bookcase that we used to have a very famous bookcase called billy yep needed to be eliminated okay Um, It was drastically underperforming. It was taking up space on the store, space in the manufacturing. It was creating an image that we were outdated. Uh, We could never get it uniformly correct across different regions Mm -hmm. because it was the color code was different. Not color code was different, but it's color differently in Asia. So it looked different in Asia. And then you would hear people like expats say it doesn't match. So it was wrong for a lot of reasons, and I knew that, but I also knew it was so close to his heart. So you're saying the right. founder of the company. Yep. I'm sorry to say, but your baby is ugly. Um, <laughs> but that's what I, I felt like I had to say that. And I had, he, he, he finally agreed with me, but what he said most that I really, really appreciated was, even if I thought you were stupid, that was his word, by the way. Really? Even <laughs> if he thought you were stupid, I'm absolutely convinced you're trying to do the right thing for the business.
0: Incredible.
1: That's that's more important. So if you're doing the right thing for the business, you can still be stupid.
0: Yep. But that's not yep. The lesson. <laughs> so listen. Be, be a bit brave. You know, take that Be, risk. be brave. And, and I think that's what you said earlier, though. Be brave. Take the decision. Tell the story. But actually tell it through fact and, you know, understanding. Also... Being a bit, a little bit em- empathetic at the end of the day.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But I think part of it yeah. really was, and I still feel like maybe not everyone would have the same reaction to him, but I, I feel better about myself if I can say, okay, I'm coming to this table with this idea and this yes. thought, and this decision, because I think it's the right way to sell more pizza. Yeah. Someone might yeah. So, show me that it's totally the wrong way to sell more pizza, but then at least I know I came about it with the right thought in mind yes i didn't come about i want to be i want to be known as the guy that did this or
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so and so wrong if
2: you
1: do that and you have to sort of reflect are you doing that in a different way if you do that forget it but if you Mm -hmm. do it, you say i really really think this is right for the business and this is Mm -hmm. what my research says is what my Mm -hmm. data says then you can be happy with any outcome
2: yeah Yeah. these
1: people you should be happy if you learn something new because you missed something and missed a context you missed a history you can be happy with that too.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'll never what, be
1: happy if I don't try.
0: And what color was it? Because I know Billy is white.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so most of the world does. Um, it was this sort of orangey brown thing. Oh. It was it for for a while. It was quite popular. It, yeah. it was really popular. I mean, it was in every different product we had. Right. And other products kind of just let it die because it wasn't uh-huh.
2: the same uh-huh. as Billy. But mm-hmm. when
1: you dealt with a product like Billy.
0: Yeah, you know when you were messing with billy
1: you literally oh, had to get billy was the, of the yeah,
0: billy was the performing typical you know selling item that i've seen everywhere yeah. so hooray to billy but not that color Long anyway ago, what what's what's your favorite time of day
1: about 10 a.m
0: yeah why is now, that about 10
1: a.m i start to have a good mix of Positive energy, ability to think things through. So now it's 1130, so people can judge me on that. I don't know yes. how long it lasted, <laughs> but it feels like at 10 a.m. I'm uh, about.
0: You just kick I'm in.
1: I'm like, I'm, that's where I'm like at most me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. And do you, d- does that cycle last for until one, two o'clock? Or do you, does, is it a finite time?
1: It definitely doesn't last much past one.
0: Cause okay.
1: Because like, on, the, on the other side, like I'm not my best at two or 3 Mm-hmm. Dude. Mm -hmm. Um but so yeah probably lasts a couple hours Mm. and then I eat lunch. Maybe I'm eating the wrong lunch. I'm sure some diet
0: could be. Stop eating those. Stop eating pizza, man. It makes you tired.
1: Don't don't say such a thing.
0: (laughs) You can have a lean pizza. Uh what's the one vice you wish you could give up? Yeah, dude, I have
1: a wicked sweet tooth.
0: Oh do you? Oh yeah. I'm sort of famous for it. Um and uh, what in
1: particular? Oh, that's the thing. It doesn't matter.
0: Oh, it doesn't... uh, Anything.
1: Yeah, not quite literally anything. Like this disgusting candy that, like, Swedes have with, like, the charcoal and salt on it. I don't know what it is. But (laughs) Swedish-Finnish candy is not my bag. Uh, But I I will go phase. I'll dig on the gummy stuff, the gummy gummy bears, gummy worms. Uh, But I I think chocolate or caramel, those types of things tend to hit me. Ah. Um, And, you know, it's unfortunately... The gray hair is not telling any lies it's also one of those things that becomes more consequential as you get older right you like your metabolism slows down so you pay the price a bit more um
0: maybe then it's not lunch maybe it's the sweets you're having and it's slowing you down it's not,
1: it's like, yeah I, i'm better than i used to be
0: yeah
1: um but it's uh, it's 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 probably the type of thing you I, I i i tone down when the doctor asks, you
0: know. Oh yeah, well I think. Like, so. How many yeah, of this yeah. do you have
1: per week? You're like yeah. four.
0: Oh, four <laughs> bags.
1: No, <exactly. laughs> say four,
0: so, what makes you angry?
1: Yeah, I'm a pretty level-headed dude. I don't get angry that easy. Um, I think when people withhold things. Right. Um, And I'm thinking in a a work context where people are Mm -hmm. hoarding resources or they are withholding information. Um, I just think it's, it's a different type of dishonesty to me. Right. Mm -hmm. I get angry because it feels disrespectful Yep. me personally. I take it that way. Maybe I shouldn't, but I do. Um, and I get angry because is really and i'm especially thinking of leaders it's just the worst worst possible example you could show mm-hmm. so if you, you know if you know the one of the leaders is withholding from you data or ideas or thoughts you just think okay that's just going to trickle down and now when yeah. my teams meet with your team this is not we, we can't it's going to it.
0: work mm. in the modern mm.
1: workforce we're just too interdependent right yeah. you know
0: yeah if yeah.
1: you withhold i i really just feel you're being dishonest i don't and i can never get your motivation like why would you do that that's what i mm-hmm. get angry like, mm-hmm. what are you what are you hoping to achieve are you hoping to get a nicer office i don't care like what are you hoping to achieve that's what drives me a bit that's
0: yeah 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 it's a bugbear of mine so um on that what, what are you excited most about these days
1: yeah so sounds like there's a lot
0: of excitement there's our excitement. preamble
1: yeah exactly so I'll share a few things. So I'm super it's they related, right? So I'm excited to have new coworkers join me. Yep. Um I, I like people, so that's I'm a little bit weird that way. Um and I like meeting different people, you know. Oh, you have a different background, oh you worked in healthcare, tell me about that. Um, and I also add this is now again my second old man comment of the day <laughs> to start. Uh I'm really excited with the level of opinion that folks in under 30 who have data education are sharing. Mm-hmm. The folks we're bringing in who have data education and a few years of experience are really paying a ton of attention to everything, man. You're like, I'll be in a meeting and somebody will say something that I talked about like three weeks ago. And I'm like, oh my God, you listen to me. And they, they really are thinking very deeply about what we're trying to do mm-hmm. and really applying themselves Mm-hmm. And it's, and I'm really, I'm, I don't think I was that way. Maybe other people were, but I'm really in admiration of it. And I'm really uh, enthused about
0: it. Maybe you're just enthused in, in admiration because they're listening to you, Drew. Yeah, there's ego. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's the best, what's the best compliment you've ever received? Oh, yeah. that's a good segue from that one, isn't it? Yeah,
1: exactly. Um, the the CEO of IKEA once uh, referred to me as something like um,
0: the most effective and pleasant pain
1: in the ass I've ever met.
0: <laughs> Thankfully he didn't call you stupid again, but that's No, good. no, no, that was the founder. <laughs> oh, that was the founder. Ah, okay. Founder. okay. No, I said you
2: might be stupid.
1: And, <laughs> smart, very smart, because I don't know if I still did the same on the but that's—I
0: love that though. You're a pain in the ass, but you—you—you you, you challenged, which is great.
1: Yeah, and that's what he meant.
0: He meant, yeah, like, yeah. You—you've asked me this before. I said no. Yeah.
1: Give you the reason. No. You came back with a different idea. Yep. It's clear you're pa-. so. It was just like, but well, what he also meant—he did mean the happy part because he said, you know, oftentimes when people are as persistent as you, they're really quite mean spirited
0: about it. Yes. You. But yes. I
1: always—I always did it with a little bit of hey. Yeah. Did you see this? Yep. Yep. The sales data here. Yeah. And then it was like, all right, all right, all right.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, you know, that makes me smile, but what makes you smile the most?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I'm being my my nephews and stuff. They make me smile when they say just ridiculous things. And we've got them in different ages, nephews and nieces. (laughs) Yeah. But you've got, you've got the ones that are discovering the world, you know, the four or five-year-olds. Oh, yes. Ridiculous things. And then we've got some that are like, oh, they're like 13, 14, they're such pain in the ass. Yes, yes. And they say ridiculous things. I yep. just smile because it's like, there's this sort of like beautiful journey everybody mm-hmm. goes on, and mm-hmm. especially kids. Yeah, And they're just, this is a big, crazy world. And they know they want to be a big part of it. And they're just finding their way that always makes me smile because you know they don't even know what they're doing especially the 13 year old boys they're, oh about absolutely stupid. there's no entity stupider than like boys. <laughs> but they think they're geniuses right <laughs> so that makes me smile personally i i just adore them and i think i'm so happy for them uh, mm-hmm. to be you know mm-hmm. finding their place in this world yeah. that's, a, that's
0: yeah. a great thing that's a great yeah thing to do but Yep, and then they become adults and they realize, oh my goodness, what was I like? So, what what's the one thing people don't know about you? Yeah, I think I'm pretty transparent. Um, what don't they know about me? What don't
1: they know about me? There's all these like little things you know because people, some people know because you, you, have you ever been to those meetings where they say tell you tell somebody something interesting about you? Um, so I feel like I've I feel like I've revealed a lot.
0: But not yeah, to I'm- not to my viewers though.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true, true. i'll share an inner monologue i often have with myself uh-huh. um i i really like my life i'm very fortunate and i've worked hard in that combination normally works out for most people mm-hmm. not everyone um and my life is pretty pretty normal right it's like i'm a corporate dude i live in a house like i'm a pretty normal dude but every once in a while i wonder what would have happened if i had embraced uh the dirt bag snowboarder Life that I kind of might have taken. Like, I often wonder, like, would I be like living in a cabin in Colorado? So, uh-huh. I have an interior. What people don't know about me, is I sometimes imagine a life which is dramatically different than the one I, have. yeah. I'm not yeah. gonna go after that, it's fine, but it is. Everyone's while I, I do drift off and wonder, like, the what is a normal house and have a normal job, and what would I be like? Mm -hmm. because I think it was possible but just other things, stars moved in different directions
0: You'd be a dude with silver hair on your snowboard
1: Exactly, in that sense the hair would not have changed (laughs) Nature nature takes its course, Samir, whether you like it or not
0: It does, it does I know it does, it's very cruel sometimes But what what are the three things uh, that you can't live without?
1: Oh, three things Uh,
0: I can't live
1: without challenges
2: Mm -hmm.
1: So weather work you know anybody that enters the data feel better be prepared for a series of endless challenges uh or you know personal life i i'm a cyclist and i always try to go faster okay or buy yep. more or do that kind
0: of yep. thing.
1: yep yep um i can't live my life without challenges i really can't i don't imagine like even in retirement you know grow the best grapes or whatever um yeah so number one would be challenges um mm-hmm number two would be uh people that call me on my stuff I forget, okay all I right how recorded this is yeah um so unfortunately my wife does that my best friend does that my sister does that um and usually that's a two-sided coin right they'll call you on your stuff when you're being a jerk but they'll also call yourself like no no you're right yeah that's Yeah. okay yeah. you should be it's okay to be angry that that person was withholding, mm-hmm. right
2: mm-hmm.
1: um so that's number two um uh, number three, I think I maybe it's related to challenges, but maybe it's related to that coworker thing. Maybe it's related to having lived in many places in the world. But I can't live with a singular view of an idea.
2: Mm-hmm. I
1: need to understand things. I, I yeah. definitely, I definitely like everybody in the current media ecosystem lives somewhat in my bubble. But I'm always wondering, even when people who I admire, maybe in politics or culture or whatever, say something like, "Yeah, why? What's your perspective? Why is that your perspective?" So um the third would be I can't I can't live without multiple views
0: mm-hmm. of things uh, of things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, do you have a current TV character obsession? Oh um character obsession. So like just actually
1: the person like you really in the person Yeah, you really show.
0: dig that character, yeah. Yeah. Oh uh, there's
1: a few. So there's one right now. Um mm-hmm. Like brand new, we started watching like late. We, my wife and I, like recently. It's called Slow Horses.
0: Slow Horses.
1: Yeah, it's a okay. British author about um, MI5. Uh huh. And it's Gary Oldman.
0: Oh, I love Gary Oldman. Yeah, and he's such
1: a jerk. <laughs> so funny. It's it's a it's a it's like a crime drama show, right? Okay. So, but he's oh my god, he's so hilarious. It's is amazing. it American
0: made or is it?
1: It's Apple Plus. It's all British. It's ah, really filmed in London.
0: Uh huh. Um, yeah. I have to look it up. So, it, j- t- just you know, slow horses. But is that is that the last show that you binge watched? Then
1: so we're still in the middle. So uh, yeah, not we haven't.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh. But what was the last show that you binge watched? Then
1: we binge watched a, a couple of things. We binge watched uh, Yellow Jackets.
0: Never heard of it.
1: So that's a Netflix show. Mm-hmm. Maybe not in Netflix UK or other other Netflix, Netflix region, but you should watch it if you get the chance. Uh, Killing Eve, you know that one?
0: Oh, I love it. Yeah, love yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That yeah.
1: would be the other character, but it's both of them. I can't pick either one.
0: Yes, yes. Um, I know what you mean about the annoying piece. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what, what's the most dangerous thing you've done in your life?
1: Oh, I mean, I raced mountain bikes and broke my collarbone like three times. Wow. So that's pretty dangerous. Yeah. Um, I think I went through not a lot, but a little bit of the standard American boy driving cars too fast kind of thing. Yep. Yep. I mean, I've done bungee jumping and skydiving and
0: all that stupid stuff. Um, so you're an adventure. You're, you're an adrenaline junkie then basically. I think I'm an experienced junkie. Uh
1: huh. The reason being is I kind of geek out on like the whole thing. I'm like, so how does this work? Like, so, so you tie this thing to mine <laughs> and then it, it connects to my ankle and I'm not worried about it. I'm just interested in it. Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. I can't
1: help but think like, who's the first idiot that thought this sounds like fun. <laughs> like really, like who, like skydiving started off as a practical application. I need to get into. Oh, fire. of
0: course it is. Yeah. Right. right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. yeah. And then people decided to, you know, make shapes, whatever. Cool. and Yeah. Who, the first idiot that decided i should bungee
0: jump yes yes somebody fell There's off the
1: really tall bridge
0: yeah 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 some
1: rocky
2: water
0: don't know good good thing to go and do some research on how would you define yourself in three words oh,
1: Dude, these are hard questions i was not prepared for how hard these questions are
0: <laughs> that's why
1: i asked you you know the thought. right I think I, can, I think I can skip my therapist appointment this week um yeah, uh, I think patient is one of them. I am mm-hmm. a pretty patient dude. Um, mm-hmm. I tend to see things over the long run, so I feel a bit yeah. patient. Yep. Yeah. Um, I, I think uh, people have said, and people that I like and and value uh, have said that I'm quite considerate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. Meaning, not only I like, think, like, okay, is everything okay? And how can I help? And that kind of stuff, which I think is important. It's very easy to get into yourself and forget.
2: Yeah. That, you
1: know, yeah. A whole other 7 billion people out there. Um, patient and consider Now I sound saintly. So that's definitely, we got to throw a <laughs> negative one in there. <laughs> you don't um,
0: have to.
2: You know, it's all good. Um, yeah. Uh,
0: if you can't think of it we can carry on don't worry
1: no i it's one that my father always said about me and i really appreciate it i think it doesn't it's 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 weird because the verb is not as the adverb is not as common as the the noun but i have integrity it's important for me to be who i am it's important if i say that i'm going to do something that i do what i do Mm -hmm. and it you know as an example like I have to answer all these questions I get in LinkedIn, even though I don't really want to sometimes because in my heart of hearts, I think it's the right thing to do. Mm -hmm. So integrity is tough because it's easy when things are a super smooth glide path. Yeah, It's harder when I don't really want to do this. I don't want to fess up that I'm the guy that hit the car in the parking lot. Mm
0: -hmm. But integrity Mm -hmm. is. Yeah. Doing that. that You're the guy that,
1: a parking
0: lot yeah, and, and absolutely. most
1: people do that so i'm not that's a really low bar but yeah i try to have integrity and if i make a mistake at work or i'm the one that caused the you know pos to fail because i approved a giant drawdown of the data um asset mm-hmm. then i, I got to raise my hand. I, I did it
0: yeah 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 absolutely so what's your most overused phrase if you have yeah. one
1: I probably do. I'm just probably not the right person to ask. right? <laughs> well, I think I also cycle through them. So I think you might find, like, if you have somebody now versus you have somebody. Um, I had this thing where for a long time, I don't know if it was, like, a verbal tick to recognize that I was hearing people. Um, okay. But I would say, I would say, like, indeed, all the time.
0: Oh, Okay. It, yeah. but
1: it, was, it wasn't really a phrase. That sounds um, very English. Is there? I don't. It wasn't. It wasn't no? near the time when I lived in London. I think it was when I was working in retail, and you just get so much stimulus. Ah, uh,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. that you just have um, to filter it out, and yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, hm. So, what, what's the best piece of advice you've ever received? Now, this isn't about compliments, but yeah. best piece of advice. Hmm
1: oh uh yeah you know i uh it, so i was working in the in headquarters of ikea in the us and this really like low-key swedish dude uh, was the cfo and i was a sort of a junior analyst for lack of better way of saying it mm-hmm. i was rel- quite junior to him. and i went to him and i sort of proposed an idea of something that i thought was a good idea And he was normally super nice and kind and he really pissed at me and I was like, oh, oh. And he said, you know what? Oh, wow. You have to be done with uh, always asking. He's like, there's a phrase in Swedish that translates in English as step up and step in.
0: Oh, interesting. You know, if you see something
1: you need to address, step up.
0: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so
1: maybe that's like guidance more than advice. But is what rings to me sometimes, I I worry if if I'm on the sidelines, if you know, if a business leader who knows more about a given topic of business is talking to me about something for analytics, but I know they're wrong, it's it's Hans's echo of his Swedish in me to step up and step in. Okay, now mm-hmm. I step up and step in. So and think in, in the world, you kind of have to recognize that you yeah you're you're not you can't be there you can't be a spectator. You have to yeah
0: yeah that's no, yeah, actually great phrase step up and step in no i like mm-hmm. that i really like that do you Do you remember the the moment your career completely changed i think it's changed a couple times if mm-hmm. i'm honest mm-hmm. um so
1: i would say the first time it changed was when I was a store manager for a bike shop and I was a store manager for a very large bike shop, but it was still just, a, it was a bike shop. And the, the main driver of that, my capacity there was just a sheer passion for the people in the business and the business, sure. right? Yep. And then we had a massive theft problem. Um, and I remember, so my career changed because I did two things. One, I built a system, uh, just a very lightweight system in the way that we onboarded repairs that Drastically reduced the capacity of that because it reduced the number of people that could get to the product, right? And so, because what people would do is they would say they're going to fix a bike, and then one of the expensive parts would go in the pocket, right?
0: Oh, I see.
1: Uh, and then what I also changed my life was that I recognized that those people were doing that because they felt massively undervalued and underappreciated. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. I don't justify that. That was not yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. That they
2: did that. It's yep. illegal.
1: It's wrong. It's immoral. Yep. But I remember thinking, like, how am I going to fix this? So I fixed it on a system issue. But I fixed it also because we said to these guys, like, you're important to us. You've been working here for three years and not gotten a single pay raise. So if that's not right, we'll fix that.
0: We're going to fix that, yeah.
1: And yeah. I can tell you, I don't know which one took the theft down more, but we we eliminated that. So that was the first big change. Another big change was um, when I realized the power of data, which was that we we weren't really sure we were capturing the right price for our products. At IKEA, mm-hmm. and we had a couple of smart people. We smashed our heads together. We did some algorithms, and maybe algorithms is fancy this is a bit bit back. And then I said, "Oh my goodness! Like you can move an organization of like twenty five thousand people with just the right data evidence.
0: This mm-hmm. is pretty cool." So that was yeah. a big one. Nice. Uh,
1: and then the other one was when I realized how important it is to talk directly to the user or the potential user of a product, which I understood in multiple places. I did it. Mm-hmm. I, I had the awakening in analytics products, but I also had the real awakening in physical products when I built those for Ikea.
0: Mm-hmm. Awesome, I like those. What makes you feel the most accomplished?
1: I, I think when the, this is like so fake, so I'll just accept that it does. I think when the, team executes on again an analytics product Let, mm-hmm. let's just take a simple example when the team gets really great feedback on a dashboard they created and you don't you don't nor should you say it out loud but yep. you realize that you helped because maybe you you facilitated the translation of the business need into something you supported them you pushed them a little bit they had an idea that wasn't on target you let them play with it and find the right idea but you can see how you all along the journey kind of just nudge things along and, help yep. things
2: along. Yep. and
1: you can see the joy that they rightfully have in their own face for having done a good job because you just played a little role but they played mm-hmm. the most role
0: mm-hmm.
1: i always love that i just think that's just that's just that's bomb. cool
0: yeah what's your biggest regret
1: not becoming a dropout snowboard dude <laughs>
0: okay. well you play that in your head all the time so it's fine yeah, all the time so it might be it might be uh oh man
1: um yeah i don't i'm not a big regrets dude um i i i, I a mini big regret mini big regret is an oxymoron but I think when we, my wife and I both, I think when I lived abroad with my wife, I won't throw mm-hmm. her in the boat of regrets, mm-hmm. um, I wish we worked harder to understand the language in the lands that we lived, okay. we're hard to understand mm-hmm. and did more things that were like the stereotype of that, that culture. I think- Right,
0: right. Immersing us in. Yeah, yeah,
1: I think yeah. we got a lot, uh, but. I could have gotten more. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: And so, in general speaking, it's the depth you go into things that bring the most, I think, learning. Joy
0: and learning. And yeah. We didn't, yeah,
1: we didn't do that. And mm-hmm. of course, you can't, the reason it's a regret is you can't do it over.
0: No, you no. Yeah, it's tough. If I yeah. really regret yeah. being a dropout
1: snowboard guy, it's not too late.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. Winter comes along, you can do that all the time. Eh? Retirement gig. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Not long now, then. Dude, that's on <laughs> time. Well, you keep referencing yourself here, but I know yeah. you. I know are not start, past I'm going to start an online. I am going
1: to start an online rumor that you dye your hair. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what's What's heavily played on your music playlist right now?
1: Oh well, yeah. I've had a I've had a recent spate of wanting to listen to music without lyrics. It gives me some ability to focus. Uh huh. Because I don't often sit in my office. I prefer to be out in the cubes and, and sometimes meet people more easily. Right. Um, they're not literal cubes. So I've been listening to a lot to Max Richter mm-hmm. uh, and uh, Bonobo and some other sort of instrumental stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. So that's been heavy. Be, but then I have recently had like a, I think I'm having some nostalgia because I think I found. Um, a U2 song from War, I downloaded the whole album. And then I heard um, the, the, the album before Boys Don't Cry from the Cure. I heard a song, I downloaded that whole one. So there's definitely, there's some, something going on in my psyche looking for nostalgia.
0: Yeah, why not? Why not? You're reconnecting back with your- Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, th- I like it. What's the three things at the top of your bucket list? Uh,
1: visit Asia. As, mm-hmm. a, as a tourist, we mm-hmm. I did a lot of work, but I really, really want to see that. I want to see something so different. I think, you know, so
2: mm. Japan,
1: Korea, Malaysia, Singapore, mm-hmm. Taiwan, those mm-hmm. places. So it, travel is definitely on the bucket list. Yep. Um, I would like, we would like, my wife and I would like to buy, uh, it sounds like a simple bucket list, but we would like to buy like sort of second home at the sea. Yeah, um, love at, it so that you know we can go and people can visit us and mm-hmm. people can visit and people can use it where you don't want to use it because mm-hmm. we both get a lot of energy from the ocean
2: mm, I do as and, well. we, live,
1: and yeah. we live in the middle of america so that's kind of yeah. ironic um yeah i mean and then you know i don't have that much more on the bucket list i'm a pretty simple dude i i, I want to continue to continue to do these big long rides so i think I have a marquee birthday, which I won't say, since you can say how old I am again. And, I'm and, sure yeah, you and
0: I aren't that far off, honestly. You're not a
1: tough guy. Um, honestly, yeah. you'll be surprised. I'm sure. I just look. So what you're saying is I just look old compared to you?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just got good genetics from my father. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's a genetic bottle. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I want to do
1: some of the famous uh, climbs
0: Oh, right. Up, yeah. i have yeah. been training a lot for that, haven't you?
1: I do okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, the elevation you have to get used to when you're yeah. like 30 feet above sea level. Which is what oh, I yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Um, what book did you most recently finish? You're
1: going to think this is total BS and that's fine, but I can even grab it off the shelf. I'm not going to.
0: Why am I saying <laughs> it's going to be BS? <laughs> To settle in my shelf. There we go. Oh, Johnny, 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 Johnny Thompson. <laughs> Isn't he a handsome lad? He is. He is. He's got I a did, good. I did. He's got a good quaff of hair as well.
1: Exactly. I read that because um, obviously we're we're growing and we're yeah. adding people, and um, we've talked he and I and 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 I, I thought about it, but I think. Very few people have done it as often and as much as he has mm-hmm. and as as he has. So I yeah. figure if anybody has screwed it up enough to get it right, it's, probably... <laughs> it's him. You're right. And boy, he's been
0: doing it for 30, 40 years, which is just incredible.
1: Yeah. yeah. He's
0: one of the original geeks, man. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I, I'm, I'm very lucky to have met him and just to get that insight from him. If you could go back in time, what would you tell your 16 year old self? Don't make a plan. Yeah okay
1: because when i was 16 it was like okay i'm gonna do this
2: ah exactly
1: like this and then there's gonna be this and history and then you're gonna do this era of history and then you're gonna get your phd and then you're gonna teach wow like,
0: wow none you of that pretty, worked out right pretty deep for a 16 year old oh yeah
1: yeah, and then there were but i grew up in that sort of respectable american middle class if you, if you uh. didn't have a plan like people like wouldn't let you date your daughter and stuff um <laughs> So, so, uh, but in the end, I didn't plan to move abroad, but I did and it was wonderful. I didn't plan to go back to retail after graduate school, but I did and it was wonderful. I didn't plan to get into data analytics and I love it. Um, You know, and it's not to say I don't have goals. I have goals. I have near-term plans, Mm -hmm. but I don't, I like getting back to my nieces and nephews, I got nieces that are also post-school and they're like, Getting all twisted up. If I don't apply to grad school, then yeah. the rest of my life is going to be like. You can apply to grad school, get through grad school, get a PhD, and your life could still be shit. <laughs> but it could. I don't mean to yes. be dismissive. Yes. It's more but... about plan as much as you want, but don't pretend
0: that it's that all going to go swimmingly.
1: There's too many things yeah. coming in. You're going to meet someone you yeah. love.
0: Yeah. They're going to want to live yeah. in
1: Africa. You're going to crash a car, and yeah. too many things happen that if you get married to the plan as the only avenue or path of success or mm-hmm. happiness, more importantly,
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's not true. There's so many paths to happiness and mm-hmm. you just don't mm-hmm. know the one you're going to be on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. don't think. In Very any true. Way. If you could switch lives with one person for a day, who would it be?
1: Oh. <laughs> That's tough because I don't like, I don't, I think that that can, that can, Bring the notion of jealousy into something, right? You know what I mean. Um, uh, I think I think there's I think because I have no natural talent nor near enough courage for it. But I think the notion of being like an actor, especially uh-huh. a stage actor, yeah. and how they can. Just inherit an entirely different personality for four hours or eight hours or whatever the tenure is. Yeah,
0: it could be. I think
1: that would be just be like, that would be as close to an out of body experience as I could possibly Mm. imagine.
0: Mm -hmm. It's like a super skill.
1: Absolutely. It's like like another type of human.
0: Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah.
1: Not for the fame
0: and the riches and stuff, but just for the sort of
1: ability to do it well.
0: Yeah, yeah. So we spoke about that you're kind of an experience adrenaline guy mm-hmm. but what's one thing you've always wanted to try but you've been too scared to do if uh, there is
1: uh, i don't think i would ever go scuba diving Oh right! i think that i would really love to be that far underwater and i think i would love to see creatures of odd shapes because the sun has never hit them <laughs> But I, the, I don't like the artificial breathing. Uh-huh. I don't. And even yeah. a sub or something like that, one of those tiny, cool right. individual subs. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a little bit of claustrophobia. Me, yeah, uh, that's what I was I thinking. I think that would kick in, so I have mm-hmm. a bit of, I don't worry, like, I'm fine yeah. in an elevator, or fine in a crowd. Yeah, ground, yeah.
0: But, but it's in those I depths. think I
1: wouldn't be able to get past that and enjoy the thing that's on the other side.
0: Mm-hmm, hmm What's the most ridiculous fact that you know?
1: Oh the most ridiculous fact that I know. Well, of. you
0: said you know so many things and you've got so many things swirling around your head. You must have some say, you know, crazy I fact. I
1: didn't say they were facts. <laughs> um, wow, that's super interesting. I don't know, I, like I, I, every once in a while, something will strike me as interesting for no good reason. Like yeah. the fact that the, uh, the guy named Jay Massis, who who was the main power behind a band called Dinosaur Jr. They, uh, the folks in Nirvana really wanted him in Nirvana. Okay. And that I find fascinating and interesting because it would have changed the face of music, right? Right,
0: right. Okay. Hmm. I'll have to look that up. If you could resurrect one person from history and put them in the world today, who would it be?
1: Oh, that is super interesting. I think in the US, it's, it's difficult because we have such a dysfunctional government right now as a result of high partisanship mm-hmm. so my mind really quickly goes to people who at least in the time maybe they get here and it's complete meltdown as well but um, i think about people like um uh franklin delano roosevelt mm-hmm. or uh or john kennedy yeah. um or even some of the you know some of the like late 70s uh leaders of the american congress there's some there's some talent that they seem to have had yeah. that we need mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. here um, that I would love
0: for the sake of this what, country. What what talent specifically say mention one? What's one yeah? So I think what's interesting is I mean
1: we are a big diverse country
2: in yeah. every oh, huge. metric
1: you yeah, can yeah. imagine. So yeah. it is really it's an impossible task to say to somebody who maybe was born wealthy in California that she should be able to connect to poor folks in Eastern Kentucky. Um, but there seems to have been a time when you could be a military man like Eisenhower and connect to businessmen on wall street, Mm -hmm. or you could be the son of a very wealthy person in Massachusetts, John Kennedy and connect to, uh, Coal miners in Southern yeah. Virginia. And
2: mm-hmm.
1: those people seem to have been able to, and there were women there too. We mm. just made some strides in gender, but they seem to be able to connect to the diversity of America in a way that currently no there's one, no
0: yeah.
1: capacity to do. Now, again, mm-hmm. maybe maybe they weren't that good at it. Maybe other environmental situations were different in terms of news environments. So, but the ability to, to resurrect somebody. Who can help again i'm being selfish as a country us as a country say hey we got some stuff we got to sort out and we're only gonna yeah
2: do it yeah well we that's where you live the
1: world stage too yeah. right i mean we've yeah. got some stuff going on but oh yeah we, we do. Think about something like climate we need somebody who can kind of get people to do the right thing mm. um but well, uh, you that, and i
0: just you and i talked about the changing weather patterns when what what it should be now and what it is right um you know so yeah uh, interesting um, I think I'll look up some of those people who might have been in Congress in the seventies and see who they were. What's the one thing you wish you knew at age nineteen? Nineteen. So I gotta I got
1: I got mentally put myself in nineteen. <laughs> uh uh, let's see. Um I I think I wish uh I knew how valuable doing nothing was.
2: Mm. When you're nineteen, mm. you can't,
1: every waking hour yes something yep Um, but as you get, and I feel as I get older the the simple pleasure of walking the dog and not thinking much about walking the dog is valuable and I don't think I don't think you're wired for that or I wasn't wired for that
0: Mm -hmm. well everything's so quick you want to get moving you want to get stuff done you want to you don't want to miss a trick right yeah true yeah, yeah. So, if you are not living in the U.S., where would you be living?
1: Yeah, is that like realistically or wishfully, <laughs> whichever way? Yeah, um, it could be because of our aforementioned weather comment. The fact that it's like, like forty degrees Fahrenheit right yeah. now. Uh, I, I am, I am dreaming of places like uh, Iran, Spain, and mm-hmm. Andalusia. Uh, Majorca, Tenerife. I am.
0: Are you dreaming of that?
1: I am. I'm like doing the math. I'm like six hour difference. Remote work.
0: Seems possible. That could work. Yeah. I, I would just have to stay up late. You just switch your. Yeah, exactly. You Except just switch I, your I house. could ride bikes in the morning. It yeah. all seems possible. Yeah,
1: so it does. How would the tax work? Well, we have entities in Spain. So that's a good
2: thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You just have to. that. Yeah. You've got the dual tax bit, but uh, I'm sure you can work that out. You've done it before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, if you could offer one piece of advice to upcoming data leaders, what would it be? Yeah, it's hard to it's hard to go with
1: one. So I'm okay. going to give gonna me two. two. Give me two. Go three. Two. That's fine. If you happen to be a bit like me in terms of raised in a business and really more business minded, and maybe mm-hmm. even social sort of studies minded psychological um, so like minded, that kind of stuff yeah learn the technical stuff just do it mm-hmm. it's not going to come naturally to you the math is going to piss you off maybe it will but just do it just, just learn do it. It. Don't yeah. stop complaining yeah.
0: do it, right i yep. did it
1: eventually but it, i should have done it earlier you
0: was too late uh same, same for me yeah
1: on the other side if you are technically inclined
0: mm-hmm.
1: if you're you know an ace program or whatever uh study philosophy study human decision making Uh, find ways to practice your empathy muscle because you've likely been raised in an environment where that was never much valued. But as you become a data leader, your ability to empathize with the challenges faced by your team who can't get data or empathize with a person who's fearful that a technology will replace them or empathize Mm -hmm. with a business leader who can't see that you can help them, um, Mm -hmm. that empathy will be invaluable.
0: Yeah yeah great where was the best vacation you've ever taken
1: uh three weeks uh in uh es bordemer which is uh in between nice and monaco Mm -hmm. so the ancient village of es there's a sea uh, in between there and there's a seaside town and uh i never thought we would be able to do this weekend be my wife and i like we packed the car up in Sweden, in you know, the that time. We drove all the way through, mm-hmm. almost ran out of gas in Germany. Last <laughs> and just three weeks—like as an American, that is.
0: Oh yeah, spot, that's right? Not heard of, is it?
1: Right. Yeah. So that first week, just and second week exploring, and then just like wake up, have a coffee, look at the Mediterranean. Yeah. Go for a big bike ride in the hills above. Yeah. Africa, above yeah. Nice. Um, yeah that was, that was isn't awesome. that
0: wonderful just doing that when, when will things change in terms of holidays in the US or will it ever change
1: I don't know <laughs> I mean our company actually my holiday benefits are pretty pretty good for a genuine we're a US company it's not like Ikea in the US took its Ikea inspiration but ours is actually okay okay um, and it's, it's so far the, the when you're on vacation beyond vacation mode has worked
0: hmm um it's not like i'm on vacation but here's my number if you call me i'll pick up the phone and that's the yeah. one thing that you always see yeah, yeah
1: it's, it's not really that way at least here in our corporate world
0: yeah Good. i
1: understand why it's that way in some sales places and consulting yeah
0: and stuff. yeah
1: i mean i get it yeah. i do
0: yeah.
1: um i think the thing is is that it can be very expensive and that's of course challenging right
0: many right yeah um, so what's What's the one city you've always dreamed of traveling to? Oh,
1: probably Tokyo. So we talked mm-hmm. about like, all you the talked about Asia. Flight. So I thought it might yeah, be a place yeah, in Asia. Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. And again, I'm I'm super interested in a place. that's so different, right? Do I mean, you speak
0: it's... any, do, do you speak any Japanese or? No. No. Okay. You've never tried to, I think we had this conversation once where you talked about Japan a lot. So I always, always wondered, you know, whether you, you were fascinated by the culture and you, then started to learn. Well, I'm fascinated because it's so different. It's the same thing. I was super fascinated when I
1: went to um, India mm-hmm. um, and when I went to Shanghai.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, but Shanghai felt highly Westernized. Oh yeah. We went to felt Westernized. Yeah. But the great thing about traveling abroad is, and we said this when we lived abroad, is like there are just so many ways to be a human that they're and you can't break them into right or wrong. Mm-hmm right mm-hmm. it's just some some things are right or wrong right yeah Childhood abuse is wrong child yeah. abuse is wrong
2: mm-hmm.
1: um but to see that just just different ways to live your life and you don't need absolutely to get judgy about it and when you yeah. go to a country where they almost they feel like everybody lives so differently than you different size spaces different types of food mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. language that isn't you know romantic mm-hmm. yeah, in, in origin like okay yeah That's yeah. I mean, it's just different. It's, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. you should yeah, think about yeah. the small differences at your home, yeah, country, you also shouldn't get worked up
0: about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. What was the best lesson your parents ever taught you?
1: Yeah, I, I think my parents were pretty, pretty straightforward in, in the sense that they had a lot. We, I used, I joke. Uh, I, I grew up on the East coast of the U S outside of Philadelphia.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I used to joke that my town was so diverse. We had both Irish and Italian Catholics. Okay. So just a very, everyone looked like me without gray hair. Um, <laughs> you know, and so we weren't diversity. wasn't something we were right. supposed to do daily. Yeah. We, we went into Philadelphia often, which is quite a diverse diversity. Mm-hmm. My parents, the way they taught us about the value of diversity is you're no better or worse than anybody because of the luck of your birth.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right? Brilliant. Born with
1: two parents that, that love me. Yeah. Fairly, fairly comfortable financially. Mm-hmm. Um, but you are and that you should be judged by better or worse by how you
0: behave. Yes. Yes. Towards other people. Yep.
1: Yep. So they were quite clear that they're, yeah, you can you can say someone is not good but it has nothing to do with anything except how they treat other people.
0: Others. Oh, yeah. Great, advice, so great that, advice.
1: I felt like that was mm-hmm. really good for us because it was not an abstract lesson. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like people
0: yeah. People. It was reality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw people who didn't
1: look like me be generous and kind. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. reinforce that. What should I think be a universal lesson? Yeah.
2: About
0: True. About. True. What's your favorite food?
1: i i i'm supposed to say pizza oh, uh, that's up to you so then you can edit that out <laughs> uh, this oops. isn't being edited man this is straight <laughs> through <Okay>. oh no <laughs> um i think i'm highly seasonal i do uh-huh. i i i do adore a good roman made pasta oh um, yes like yes. Rome, like oh, within proper. the circles, not yes. outside the circles, but within the yes. circles. Yes. And I didn't know how much I liked it until I went there. Oh right? my so you goodness. Grow up in America, you eat Italian food. It's America, Italian food. It's fine. You know it's not the right kind. And then you travel to Europe and you go to Milan and you get some stuff. It is pretty good, right? But I remember being at this one place where we were in Rome, and my wife and I were like, This, I now understand what everyone else
0: yes. was trying yes. to say." Yep. they
1: made yep. ravioli or whatever this is what they were aiming
0: for oh i i was there i would tell i was there what uh four weeks ago now and i we went to a couple of restaurants which every evening we would have very similar pastas but they were just sublime so simple but just sublime and you think to yourself oh, if i stay here i'm going to be this size because i know yeah. i'm just going to eat this stuff yeah. but it's so good so what's your what's do you have a favorite podcast
1: not really i think that i think i listen to uh, a podcast in the u.s which is called the daily from new york times uh-huh and what i like about it is as opposed to the doom scroll right where you get the headlines and a couple of bullet points they really do go deep um, okay and the new york times sort of like the bbc or whatever they have a fairly good uh, budget so they get really talented people who can explain mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. subjects really well mm-hmm. and it's half an hour so it's a half an hour on one subject which in our modern day is not is yeah date. yeah so I i'll really, have to look into that yeah. yeah the daily i really feel like i understand things more completely whether it's mm-hmm. the invasion in ukraine or whether it's are sanctions effective against russia or the french presidency you mm. know, why you know how did it yeah. be that how did it happen that marine le pen you know close that gap over the course yep. of this, like what happened yep. in france and these yep. are things i would never ever i would read about but you never get the level but you
0: never of. get the real yeah yeah none of it. we're gonna have to speed up a bit so right, we right we're gonna have to do uh some you know what's what's a movie that made you cry oh man man oh man man now i feel
1: bad i have no soul i can't remember a movie that made me cry i actually think i cried at dead poet society
0: okay who would you say is your biggest inspiration
1: oh i uh, i would say my best friend joe
0: nice what's the one talent you wish you had i wish i could sing What's your favorite exercise apart from, well, I guess it's just going to be the cycling, right? Or is there something else?
1: It's not cycling. It's anything to do on the water, surfing. Ah,
0: okay. Okay. What's the one data trend that you dislike?
1: Uh, It continues. The uh, overemphasis of technology as the solution to all that ails us.
0: Yeah, yeah. What's What's a superpower you wish you had?
1: Uh, it's a it's, it's a silly one, but speed. It just sounds so fun to to run <laughs> across the country and come back. Like that just sounds fun.
0: <laughs> you're not going to stop. You're just going to run there and run back.
1: No, I'm going. I'm going to run to LA, yeah. and then I'm going to dip my toes in the Pacific. Oh, I and then
0: so you're going to run back. eat
1: in Malibu, and then I yeah. Gonna come back.
0: Do you want to have a drink or a, you know anything? B-
1: just uh, just there's a there's a really good restaurant in Malibu. That has a fantastic ruben and then i will just come
0: back oh i love that i love rubens what's something you don't want to be doing in 10 years time
2: uh i think i'm at i'm at god i'm not that old man I keep doing this but i keep
1: coming to this I. it I'm could be Android. it could be anything helpful, helpful in 10 years time to not be particularly overly worried about money, I don't need to be rich, but it's nice to not have to like check your 401, our investment's called a 401K. Okay, the 401K yeah, yeah. so yeah. often and and do the math and, and wonder if you're gonna eat cat food for the rest mm-hmm. of your life.
0: Mm-hmm. Looking back on your life, is there anything that you would have done differently?
1: Yeah, I, I this, is such a, this is such a snotty thing to say. <laughs> My brother-in-law said this to me and I did not believe him, but there uh-huh. are some things you should buy right the first time. Uh Uh-huh. His example is luggage.
0: Okay. You can
1: buy a good piece of luggage once and have yes. it for 20 years. You can. you can buy a crappy piece of luggage yeah. off the street near yeah. Paddington Station and have it for about 10 minutes.
0: Okay. And
1: it could be a hard lesson for it.
0: Bad purchase. What's the best thing that happened to you this year? So it's
1: 2022. Um, we did some work in our house which is new to us but not new and mm-hmm. made it feel like okay this is our house
0: cool cool which movie makes you laugh laugh the hardest <laughs> it's still <laughs> true I
1: still do it
0: like traveling
1: in Dumb and Dumber is on I still watch it
0: oh you do oh <laughs> do you know I watched it the other day with my daughter because she just wanted something silly And she could not stop giggling. It was brilliant. I don't
1: think I didn't think it would hold up, but maybe it's me. But it holds up for me.
0: (laughs) Well, no, I mean, seeing her, she's ten years old, and you know, she doesn't, and she doesn't get the whole American narrative yet. So it's it's kind of interesting to see that. Um, She
1: gets two friends being idiots together.
0: (laughs) (laughs) What's your greatest talent? Um, Helping people
1: express themselves.
0: Okay. What three words best describe your leadership style? Um, Engaged,
1: uh, supportive and challenging.
0: Do you believe in second chances? Yes. What are currently your top three data challenges? Um,
1: uh, The Quality of our data model uh, at its core uh, mm-hmm. element. The lack of volume of people in the organization that understand how data can really help. Yep. Uh, and and uh, a still developing uh, focus on the most important things.
0: Good. That sounds. That sounds like you've got some challenges, but they can they can be um, they can be achieved. Uh, what are three what, what what are three words to describe living in the U.S. Ah,
2: uh, oof, oof, oof. man, it depends on my mood. Uh, chaotic.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A strange one, but regenerative.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: Now, accounting for historical bias, this is still a country where you theoretically just, you can move from Detroit to California and start a new life. Yeah. There's not yeah. as much judgment as there are in other places.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So Chaotic, regenerative, um, it, it's, it's harder than people think. Yeah. It, the, the commutes are long. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the costs are very high. Yeah. Um, It's easy to only look at the surface of beautiful coasts or, you know, big houses or whatever you might fancy.
0: Yeah. Okay. Um, What did you want to do with your life at the age of 12?
1: Yeah, so at 12, I still really wanted to play professional baseball.
0: Oh, okay. That's a new one. So you you were gunning for being in the professional leagues. It's really important at twelve. Here's the thing: so at twelve, I was exceptionally
1: good at the defensive part of the game. So that's okay. the part where you're not batting. Yeah,
0: you're fielding. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I was the catcher, so okay. always involved. Yep. I was at twelve, really able to read the field, which is unusual for a twelve-year-old. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The problem is that when you get older than twelve, and some kids hit their growth spurt, they start throwing really, really fast fastballs, and right bats speed was never very good ah. so by hitting we went from okay to total garbage so oh it
0: dear was over. okay so reality hit then yeah 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 that sucks um okay final question you're stuck on an island what three things would you have with you to either keep your company or just to make your life easier
1: no things yeah three things a bicycle
0: okay so, you could just go that you did just go around,
1: yeah. I, well, I was assuming it was a light, slightly <laughs> larger island, a piece, an appropriate piece of sports
0: equipment, okay. An appropriate piece of sports equipment, okay, to occupy
1: yeah. the, the, the body. Um, yeah. uh, music,
0: if yeah, possible. yeah, keep you sane, Exact. yeah. Um,
1: and uh pen
0: and paper mm-hmm. very good choices very very good choices i don't know what you'd live on but i guess it would be fish
1: yeah, yeah. you said it's an island it can, coconuts is there
0: coconuts on the island <laughs> there you go that's perfect yeah yeah that would definitely keep uh, everything clean I'm, I'm no doubt brush brush your teeth with that as well i think that's the hairy part yeah. on the outside yeah yeah you can you can drew Besides smith it's only you who cares about how you look <laughs> well you never know there might be someone else might come your way through. Still got to keep up appearances. Fair On enough. On that note, Drew How Smith. very British. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cup of tea. Okay. Well, look. Thank you so much. We had a great time. Um, it was fun. To keep to you Yes, which I'm glad it was. But great insights. And um, I wish you well for the day. Thank I you very much. Look forward to our next here. check-in.
1: Have fun. Take, Take care. care. Cheers.
0: Bye. <laughs>